Shooters Connection offers products for competition shooters by competition shooters. With over 80 years of combined competition shooting experience, Shooters Connection is staffed by master and grandmaster shooters who live the shooting sports every day. Every day. We offer same-day shipping. Shooters Connection also sponsors over 100 of your matches every single year. So when it comes to finding everything you need to compete as a beginner or a seasoned grandmaster, Shooters Connection is the only name you need to know. Online at ShootersConnectionStore.com. All right, Jeremy, take it away. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is the Hit Factor Podcast. Back after a long hiatus, we are still here. We are still around. Mr. Jeffrey Cawthon and myself, Jeremy Reed. It has been since October, I think. Well, we had, they, that's not true. Hmm. We were taken over by the Discord minions. They took yeah. over a podcast for us uh, and recorded one. So it is good to be back. There has been a lot, a lot going on in USPSA since we last recorded. And normally this is the time of year where everything's nice and slow. Like there's just not a whole lot going on. Uh, But that has not been the case this year. And uh, so we will talk about that some tonight. I don't know if we will even remember everything that has happened, but we will try to address some of that. And uh, then we have Western States coming up, Western States single stack classic coming up uh, very soon after this comes out. So we'll talk about that a little bit tonight as well. Uh, So, but all that being said, you know, it is, it is actually, I shouldn't even say this, uh, oh, oh, before I say that, check it out. We have Hit Factor podcast stickers. If you guys are on the uh, video, nice. you can see them. They actually turned out really good. So I'll have nice. those. If if you want them, a uh, dollar for them. If I got to ship it, a dollar fifty, and I'll ship them that way. So they're cool. Nice. Jeff's going to have to pay $5 per. He doesn't even get a free one. I don't even know. I'm good. I have a hat. Uh, So anyway, uh, you know, I have, I hate to say this, but I've actually somewhat missed talking like with Jeff, you know, we kind (laughs) of, we've chatted back and forth, you know, just in, just in like Facebook messenger, like he'll send me a video of his kid making up some sort of, song spiel story thing about the hero who what was it the hero who who oh yeah failed? the hero who made a the hero who made a choice yeah oh the hero who made a choice yeah, yeah. uh and i have yeah, she's uh she's very creative in that like she knew like that story before she started the video which obviously you couldn't really tell there was a storyline there but she was like she came to me and she was like i want you to set the camera up I got to record this story. <laughs> the hero who made a choice. I was like, oh, okay. So I like set the tripod up, set it, and for five minutes she went to town. Uh, yeah. It was it was epic. It was epic. Uh, my yeah. kid is is just uh, imitating Power Ranger, um, all sorts of stuff. And just just so you guys know, 
the the greatest comeback that you can like if somebody screws up on a stage or something like that and you want to give them a bunch of crap the best thing you can possibly tell them is and you have to do it in a straight face you have to say have fun sleeping with the fishies like that's just i think that's like the greatest put down (laughs) that you can possibly give somebody so there's levels to that there are levels there are levels to that uh yeah, and then Jeff and I've been just giving each other crap and sending. He Jeff goes to weird places on the internet. That's all I know, and I can't I can't match that. I try I try sometimes, but I cannot match the places that he goes on the internet. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been helping tune up Jeremy's uh, social media algorithm, so he's he's getting a little taste of my my internet. <laughs> I'm a, I'm afraid of what's going to be popping up in the next few weeks on that. So what else have you been up to, Jeff? How's the uh, how's the raccoon crack shack going? Man, it's getting so close to being done. Yeah. When I can people finished. VRBO it? Um, I don't know. I still have to like furnish everything. And honestly, like if financially I can afford to not VRBO it and just use it, then they can't because <laughs> I won't. <laughs> oh see being selfish but all the money like this you could like equal your discord money if you vrbo'd it yeah yeah we'll see um but it's getting real close like all the the floor and trim and countertops and cabinets and all the plumbing and everything it's all done so i just got a bunch of bunch of small stuff left to do and uh uh that's i mean that's what i've been doing for like every single weekend yeah yeah, so I don't work Fridays um, at my day job, so I'll like drop the kiddo off at school, and then I drive two hours to to Ufala, and I usually stay there at least one night. So I just work, and then my buddy has a cabin up there, so I'll work all day, stay there, get up, work all day, and then come home. So do that pretty much every single weekend that I can. Yeah. I mean, that's got to feel pretty awesome being close to getting it finished. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I was talking to my dad the other night, and I was like, I am just really ready to have, like, some things off my plate that, that yeah. I, like, don't need to stress about and, and think about anymore. Yeah. That's, that's my goal right now. Just get things off my plate. I love it. Yeah. And yourself, Jeremy? Uh, I've just been like working, um, just lots of hours in the shop trying to pump out as many guns. Uh, I actually have a Springfield build. It was a gun I won at Nationals a long time ago, and it was sitting in my safe. I was like, I'm going to build this. So I built it. Uh, and so it's if somebody wants a Springfield 45, um, at least as of while we're recording it, I have one available if somebody wants one. Um, and then I've got, I've got a 1911 build class that's coming up this spring. It's, it is full, uh, but it is coming up this spring. And so I have a ton of work before I have, well, six students and another instructor, maybe two other people coming into my shop and being in my shop and hanging out. I have a ton of work to get it ready for that. And so I'm I'm trying to work on getting everything organized in the shop and get everything ready for that. I've got to build 
workbenches and and just just lots of stuff so improved lighting in the shop improve cleaning it just better organization uh and it's a it's a lot of work so it's kind of i'm kind of like jeff in that i have this deadline that i got to get this stuff done and yeah it's every waking hour that i can afford to not be doing other stuff i'm trying to do that stuff and look i'm not like suffering over here i just got back from a ski trip the wife and i had our first like weekend with no kids since we've had kids and this and we have a five-year-old and a two-year-old so this is like this is like the first time that we've uh had like a getaway weekend uh so that was that was cool we went up to crested butte they had great snow which was we hit it we hit that well so we were able to ski for a couple days and the wife this is the first time she skied more black runs than anything else on this trip so she's starting to kind of up her Mm. skiing game uh which is great because we can maybe ski together a little bit more typically we kind of just we see each other start of the day and see each other at lunch uh but she's (laughs) she's trying to uh she's trying to upper upper game a little bit which is which is good yeah so yeah and then Honestly, since the end of like since Ipsig Nationals ended, I really didn't want to like stop shooting. Like I put the gun down for a couple of weeks and I was somewhat motivated to like drive. Like I wanted to dry fire. I wanted to do that stuff. And the, I just didn't have time. Like I was just working. I was just working. and I, I struggled to make myself stop working in the shop long enough because where I dry fire is where I work. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I can keep working for another 30 minutes or I can turn the clock off and dry fire. So I, I didn't, I didn't do as much as I would have probably liked to, but I've, I've been dry firing a, a little bit, uh, here, here the last, last little while, not super consistent, but by getting some dry fire in. So that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, here's what's, here's how we're going to get into all of the, everything that's been going with USPSA. I think I was looking mm-hmm. forward to this season more than any season, maybe in the last like four years, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe since, maybe since COVID year. So I guess that was 2020 is when COVID yeah. was, uh, I was, I was kind of looking forward to that season. This was, I was really looking forward to this season. And then the board went and did what the board did and they kind of, I think everybody's somewhat feeling it a little bit. Like they've kind of, uh, they've dampened, they've dampened that enthusiasm a little bit. And that's, that's to Mm -hmm. me, what is the huge biggest shame. So if you guys are not paying attention and I don't, if you pay attention at all to USPSA, I don't know how you would not know what's going on, but if we can do just a really quick recap of what I remember happening first in December, some point in December, well, even before this, Yemen ends up as he was not Ellsweed president and he was elected as president and they changed some stuff so that he could serve as president, but he cannot be an RO, which is weird justification in and of itself. Uh, and that's all, all pretty strange. And then mm-hmm. in December, they kicked Scott Arnberg, Area 3 director, they kicked him off of the board uh, because of their their justification 
was that he shared confidential information that he was not supposed to share. Hmm. Now that might like from what I have heard from other people is that just because you share an email that was off of, like it was USPSA's email, it wasn't actually confidential information that was in the email <laughs> that was shared. So just because like you can't just make anything be confidential. Uh, but it also was, this was before area six had been removed. Oh yeah. And area six, we have a new area six director. Ben Barry was elected as that, but this was before he started. And he was, he was saying that Scott was sharing confidential information, which had already been prior to that had already been shared publicly best I can tell. And that's my knowledge of that. So they kicked him off and the ramifications of that is every, like everybody was, was quite pissed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like pissed. the outrage was, was pretty, was pretty high. Scott was, was one of the good guys on the board. He was, he was very much calling for financial accountability and financial uh, transparency as his, as I understand his background is all in finance. And so he was, he was calling for that. And the legacy board, I guess, as we're calling them now <laughs> did not like that. They didn't want that to happen. And so he had to go. So they made him, they made him gone. And, and so then you had, it was a ton of area three clubs and even whole sections declared that they would not they would not submit any scores to USPSA or any money to USPSA and so they're either running hit factor matches or they're running USPSA matches where they withhold them they just withhold the cash I think most of them are just running hit factor matches um, instead of that and so that that was pretty crazy and there were there were tons of clubs that were doing that right? Yeah. Well, then you fast forward <clears throat> another month and all of a sudden they live stream the first board meeting <laughs> that they live streamed, uh, which Layton was a huge proponent of. He wanted it because he thought the live stream was going to offer a lot of clarity to the members as far as what was actually going on in the board meetings and how how all of the howler monkeys and elitist GMs were really just misportraying how, how poorly everything was run. Mm, well, yeah, yeah. when this was live stream, that didn't work out quite like I think Layton wanted it to, yeah. uh, as, as it was just a huge cluster. But what happened in that meeting is that they then kicked out Frank Rizzi, who was the area seven director, who was also very much calling for transparency, uh, financial accountability, all of the stuff that the board needs to be handling and addressing. And in that meeting, they kicked him off of the board because they, in their bylaw change a few years ago, I hope, I'm sorry if this is confusing, but it is like, there's just, it is somewhat confusing in their bylaw change a few years ago. They, they made it such that in order to be an area director, in order to run for area director, 
you have to have had been a USPSA member for the past three years. Well, within that, they did some digging and apparently there was a, whenever Frank ran, he had like a three day lapse or like it was a, it was a small lapse in his, when his yearly membership expired to when it, whenever it was renewed. And obviously he had a lifetime membership by the time he went in as, as area director. And so they, the board was like, well, the bylaws are the bylaws. And it says we have to do this. So we have to like, we don't want to do this. This isn't what we want, but we have to follow the bylaws because that's just what it says. So I'm sorry, Frank, you're going to have to go. And so they kicked him off. Well, if the board thought people were mad <laughs> whenever they kicked Frank, I mean, whenever they kicked uh, Scott out, holy crap. I mean, the lids blew off and everybody went ballistic and i was even i was even it was the first time that i've ever considered reducing my participation in usbsa like i like it was it was at a yeah. point it was like man like mm -hmm. i i like they're they're generally gonna ruin it like they've already they've already screwed it up but it was at a point it was like man they are they are simply going to completely ruin it and so the out the outcries were were pretty, pretty nuts. Uh, sponsors were pulling out. You had at this point, then you had a massive number. I don't know if it was a massive, you had a large number of level two matches, uh, either b downgrading to level one matches or just downgrading it and not shooting USPSA matches at all. Like I said, sponsors uh, made public statements. We will not, uh, sponsor any more nationals. We won't sponsor any more matches with USPSA with the current leadership if they don't get things straightened out. Yeah, and we had like match directors making announcements that their their majors that they were putting on weren't going to be uh, they were going to be hit factor matches. They weren't going to be USPSA sectionals uh, or USPSA related matches. So they were taking a stand against them as well yeah uh oh and one thing i, I forgot i failed to mention i'm sorry there's a lot that went on uh area one director bruce gary i'm sorry i get bruce gray and bruce bruce gary very confused uh, i get their names mixed up because they're very similar but they're also of a very similar persuasion and that's another thing that has happened recently but bruce gray he resigned as area one director Mm -hmm. And so then after they, after they kicked out Frank, everybody's going nuts. It comes out, we find out publicly that, that the board has then, they have reinstated Bruce Gray as area one director. And they had reinstated Sherwin Greenfield as the area <laughs> three director. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so it was, we were, we were just completely like almost 100% back to the board that we had long hmm. time ago. Oh, and, and also area four Mel uh, resigned. So this is, right? yeah. So, yeah. So this is, this is then the following day. So okay. two days after the first live stream, that board meeting was technically not finished. So they, they resumed it two days later on a new live stream. And here's how this went. So the outcry against Mel 
was so great that he couldn't take it anymore. He he just like he I, er, first early part in the live stream. He's like, guys, I'm out. I'm done. I can't I can't take this. And he resigned. So area four, we do not have an area director at this point. Uh, Sherwin Greenfield, I I know it. He heard enough enough crap that he was like, you know what? I don't want to actually do this. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the middle of this anymore. So he decided he was not going to fill the area three position. And at some point, area one, uh, Bruce Gray also decided, no, I'm not going to fill that position either. Uh, and then Ben Barry, man, Ben Barry has. Look, I don't agree with Ben Barry on everything that that he wants to do and and all this stuff, and that's perfectly fine. I'll never find anybody that I agree with them on everything. Uh, but man, he came in and he was ready. He had, you know, he's been studying Robert's rules of orders, which the board had no idea how to follow that sort of stuff. So he was following all of that. He was bringing up the bylaws and they got Frank back on the board and said, like, guys, like you are opening us up to lawsuit and you're opening up the, the organization to lawsuits and what you're doing is not legal, even though attorney Jim was telling them, Oh yeah, this is all great. Um, so two days later, Frank is back on the board. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have followed all this, uh, but Frank is, is back on the board and he is there. We still do not have an area three director. We still do not have an area one director. And we now do not have an area four director. <laughs> Okay, so that's that's where that's at. We're not done yet. Um, so in the in the middle of all this, the board had a meeting, an, another meeting, and they made the decision that, you know what, we're not going to address all of the financial issues. We're not going to address all these other issues. We need to talk about production mag limits. That's something that we really need to get straightened out and fixed. And so they moved, they changed production uh, from a 10-round division to a 15-round division. And I, I assume that that's just going to, the, the participation in production now is just going to explode. Uh, and <laughs> and, it, and it's probably, it's probably going to be the most popular division next year, I would assume, especially at the they've, local level. They fixed it. Once they've, again, production will be it. king. Yes, yes. Production will be king. Uh, okay, that's that's not all. Uh, there's a couple more things that have happened, and I, I'm going to try to get this in the correct order. They they announced all the nationals, so we have all the nationals. But what what was really cool is that they they set, sent slot slots out for Carry Optics Nationals, which is its standalone nationals in June or July, middle mm-hmm. of summer. And, and with that, they sent out an email and there was a bit of a change in nationals last year. If I remember correctly, they increased the price to $350. If I remember right the year before it was 285 or 295 within a couple of years, it was, if you go back a couple of years before that last year, it was like 285, 295 as, as best I remember. Um, so they had increased it to 350 last year. Well, this year they decided to increase it another $50. So it's now $400 for 
for an entry fee. And the cool thing about that is they sent out an email and unfortunately I don't have it in front of me to read it. I'm sorry, I should have. But along with they, they said, hey, yes, we are increasing our match fee to help cover costs. But along with that, we are, we are implementing a lot of cost saving measures so that we can, we can keep making this a lot more viable mm-hmm. now. So that's fascinating because they're telling you, Hey, we're going to charge you guys a whole lot more uh, than, than we have been charging you. We're going to charge you guys quite a lot more. There's a 20% increase over the last two years. No, it's more than that. Uh, sorry. I'm not getting my math right. About a 30% increase over the last last two years and and we're gonna have all these cost saving met but 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 we're also cutting a lot of costs so it's not going to cost us near as much so even though we're charging you a whole lot more we're going to save a whole lot of money on this cost saving measures but there is nothing in the minutes there is nothing in a recent board meeting that anything like that and they have not presented anything to the organization or the members how they are going to cut cost. Mm. So it seems a little far-fetched that we should believe that they are actually cutting cost when there's no uh, evidence of them discussing that or telling anybody, here's how we are going to cut cost for this match. Um, Is this going to be a throwback to, what was it, 2020? When when they ran out of food so early, like like halfway through awards, yes, that was. was like, oh look, there's no more food. Yes, that may be one of the cost cutting measures. They've spent too much on food the last couple of years, and so yeah, we're gonna. That's how they're gonna cut back on it. Is is mm. less food or or no food? Maybe no. Maybe just don't have a banquet. Uh, you know, we could just cut that banquet out. And that would save us some money. That would be pretty interesting to charge people four hundred dollars for a match fee and and not do a banquet. That that would be nuts, dude. That would be ballsy. So here's here's the fascinating thing with this: a world shoot is five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's that's what it that's what it costs for an entry <laughs> fee for the world shoot. The world shoot there's six days six days of shooting. There is an opening ceremony the day before that. There's shoot-offs and a closing ceremony the day after that. Uh, we're not getting anywhere near. There's no, you do not reset. Like, it is all staff reset mm-hmm. on all of those stages. The, the competitors do not reset anything. Um, we're not getting any of that. Like, we're getting real close to that, to that, uh, cost that price and and yet that none of that stuff is is happening here so you know they're i think they're gonna have to it's gonna be a their matches if they want to charge that much money look if they want to charge 400 bucks that's fine but you should know like people's expectations for the match is going up to match that like they don't they don't just expect to pay another 400 dollars to have it be a crappier match because you're of cost saving measures that you're trying to implement. Um, okay. And then one last thing that I remember, this has been a war, like it's just a whirlwind. And then we're going to get just feelings after this. Cause I can stop talking then the last thing 
that that has happened is they filed for a I believe it was a trademark on <laughs> the phrase hit factor which was Wait, really kind of didn't this happen like like they didn't do it as an org it was like somebody within the org did it yes so this comes out uh you know practical shooting insights derek came out with this uh, that was that was how i learned of it i don't you know i don't know if that was how it first became public but that was how i learned of it was through there uh and so yeah it, it came out and then on our discord like ben barry is on is on our discord uh frank rizzi's on that and people are like kind of like asking like hey like where did this come from and ben who is area director he says i'm reading this for the first time this morning and the first i learned of it was on practical shooting insights as well <laughs> uh so there's a bit of a problem in that you have an area director a board member who has no idea that this happened and frank did not know that any of this happened and so yeah it it has been discovered that this was done by employees of the org without the consent of the board. Meaning I don't know. I don't know who, like if it was one of these or if it was a conglomerate of all of these, but Donna, Jake, Troy uh, were apparently the ones. And I think maybe attorney Jim was involved. This is a bit of speculation. So I want to, I want to at least put that out. There's some speculation with this, uh, but that they were the ones that did it. It certainly was not at the request or uh, direction of the board. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they filed a trademark uh, on hit factor, basically that was going to state that you could not use hit factor to like promote any of your matches or anything like that. I don't know if like, I guess we would have maybe had to change the name of our podcast if they wanted to come after us and sue us. For that, I don't know how they were planning on defending this trademark because a trademark is only as good as you defending it. Like if you file for a trademark, but you never defend it, then your filing is, this is how I understand it. Your filing doesn't really mean anything. Um, and I don't know how they could have even like hit, like they, there's no way they could have actually gotten away with the, the, the filing. And apparently it was dropped a few days later as as like, okay, yeah, this isn't an actual thing. Um, the interesting thing was that it was, it was out there for enough time that everybody else got even more pissed. <laughs> I mean, like, like people were already pissed. Everybody got even more pissed to the point that Ken Nelson, who was the owner oh, of yeah. practice score, uh, cause he has the option in practice score of, you can run a, an IPSC match, you can run a USPSA match, or you can just run a hit factor match. Uh, and that's just like the options that he has. And so everybody was like, well, people are going to come after, like you won't even be able to use practice score because it says hit factor in that. That's your only option for it. And Ken's like, and Ken has been a supporter of the board and of the org and that sort of stuff. And he came, I was like, guys, like, look, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely absurd. If this goes through, I'll change it. I'll do points per second or something like we'll put something different in practice score such that this is not an issue. And basically why can't the board stop making stupid decisions <laughs> is how I, how I read what he put out. Um, and so, yeah, people were even more pissed. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, so that's that's what's been going on. That is the the quickest, uh, most thorough recap. At a, that may have been boring, but some people may you guys haven't been paying yeah. a whole lot of attention. That's kind of what has been going on, um, as best I can tell. So, Jeff, you haven't but you've been working on your on your shop. You haven't been super active on the Discord throughout all of this. Uh, you, your fans no, have been missing you uh, for sure, yeah. but. <laughs> What has been your reaction to all this? I mean, it's definitely made me just not want to go back. I'm like, you know, it would be nice. I'd be like, I could finish this cabin and then I could just not do the shooting thing. And I would, I would like have so much free time and I just wouldn't care about these stupid people bickering and trying to, you know, just have this power grab or whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. They're just idiots. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for sure. It was like, man, this off season, like it's been nice. Just not having to worry about any of that stuff. And they are really making me just not want to go back. Uh, my membership lapses next month. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's some real, real feelings about just like not doing that. Yeah, uh, it seems just absolutely absurd. Um, but I don't know. I don't really know what I'm gonna do. But there's definitely feelings of like I don't want to go and be a part of that bullshit. Yeah, and I think I mean I think that is very that is a very shared feeling. Yeah, and. I like, I get it. Like, don't, you know, don't, don't give it away or like not participating is not how he fixed the org and all that. Like, I, I really do get that, but I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I, like y'all fix it. That's fine. I'm going to go enjoy my life and yeah. not mess with these idiots. Uh, so that's kind of, that's kind of how I've been feeling about it. That's not to say I'm not going to be back shooting or whatever, you know, I don't really know. I'm going to shoot Western States. Oh, it's going to be busting, man. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be there. And, uh, as of right now, as of right now, I'm planning to shoot the matches I'm signed up for. So mm -hmm. I'm signed up for Ipsic nationals in April and I'm signed up for Leif's match. What's that? When is that? June? Didn't you? Uh, yeah. Yep. June. Yeah. So I'm si I'm signed up for matches. So I guess I'll renew my membership. Uh, but I'm indifferent as to whether I really want to. Yeah. I, I don't feel any, um, need to, to be a part of saving the organization. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't feel that. I feel like I've, I've contributed quite a bit to the sport as a whole over the years, doing the podcast mm -hmm. and, and all the promoting of sportsmanship and stuff that we've done. Um, so I, I feel no obligation to do anything further. Yeah. 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 I, man, I, 
I a hundred percent get that. Uh, and, and I think that's, I think that's real for a lot of people. Like there are, I think there are a lot, a ton of people that feel that exact same way. And to me, like, that's what, that's what's like, so to me, damaging about, about the Leightons, the Bruce Gary's of the world that like they are making people not want to compete. Like they're making people not want to shoot. Like they are doing, they're driving people away from the sport and, you know, people are talking about, Hey, let's, let's just build a new sport. Let's do something. Let's just do something new. Let's do, let's go shoot PCSL or, or, or whatever. And I'm sorry, but, but USPSA is a better sport. Like the, like the, the bones of USPSA, it's just, it's better. Like I've uh, like PCSL, like it looks fine. Like it looks okay. Like, I guess if that was my only option, I, I would shoot it, but it's just not as good. Uh, I, and that's i mean that's just my personal feeling uh and so it yeah it, it pisses me off like it just it just makes me makes me really mad uh that, that we have we have stupid people that whatever it, it's pride it's it's arrogance it's it's a power trip it's i just i don't understand i i really just i can't understand being a Russell Fortney, being a Leighton Oosterhuizen, and and just like being think you're just so right, and and everybody that you have just pissed off so much that that no, we're still just going to do this how I want to do it. We're going to make this my sport, and and everybody yeah. else this this isn't this isn't the member sport. This is my sport, and we're going to make it how I want it to be. And, and that's all the decisions that they've made. They've, they've, they've made them such that I want to make it my sport. And I, I just, I don't know how you even just stay in the position. I don't know how you don't resign. Like you are, you are driving people away. You are, you are clearly damaging the sport. You're clearly dividing the sport. Like, like it's just, it's just, you're incredibly divisive. And I don't even know, I don't know how you can, I don't know how you show up to matches like I, I don't know how you show up to matches and and hold your head high. Uh, I do not understand how how you even stick around after you've after you've just blown the sport apart and and just done all the damage that you've done. So yeah, I I very much understand that. At the same yeah. time, at the at the same time, man, like I don't want them those stupid fuddy duddies uh, if i can say it that way but how oh, many man i'm gonna get railed for that i shouldn't have said that oh man people are gonna make fun of me fits keep your mouth shut fits i don't want to hear from you uh but but you know what like i have so many friends in this sport and and i the sport i still love the sport i still love competing i still love training and all of that and i don't want some idiot like layton to be the one who controls what I do for fun. I don't want like, so if, I, I mean like area three last year, was in freaking grand Island, Nebraska. It sucked. I mean, grand Island, grand Island is grand Island. It's, it's not exactly a destination place <laughs> in the world, but dude, that, that match was a ton of fun, right? Like the, the, the Barnuminium that we had, like all the guys that we had there, the road trip there, all that sort of stuff. Nationals uh, again, with all that, like it was a ton of fun. 
And I have some of the best friends that I have, like I have made through this sport and I've developed those relationships through the sport and screw Layton. Like, I'm not going to give him the control to say, Hey, <coughs> like you're going to get, you're going to lose all these friends. You're going to stop, stop seeing them, uh, stop hanging out. And I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that that happens if I'm Layton and say like, screw Layton. Like if I want to go, if I want to go shoot a match and hang out with, with friends and, and try to compete, against the best shooters in the country, like, then I'm going to do that. And who, I don't care about those people, like screw them. Um, that's somewhat my thought. Uh, again, I totally understand the people that are like, I just don't want to deal with it. Um, yeah. Too. So the, the good thing is uh, area two is up for reelection this year. And as I know it, as, as I've heard, at least Leighton is not running. I don't, I don't think it matters. I, I'm I'm pretty sure he wouldn't win. I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure he would not win. Um, It'd be something if he did. But Area 2 is going to turn over. Obviously, Area 4 is turning over. Who knows who's going to win that? Uh, area 5 is is turning over. Just on a, Area 2 and Area 5 are just normal elections. And then at some point, they're going to have to fill Area 3 and every, Area 1. And area four. I don't know how they're going to do that or when they're going to do that. Uh, in area yeah. three, this is another thing that happened. The all the section coordinate section coordinators, which is how it's supposed to be done. They are supposed to nominate somebody, and they nominated Luke Faust. I think that's how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was in the he was in the election with Scott Arnberg, and basically the the two of them were going to go to a runoff election, and they said, "Hey, we don't want to cost the org more money." I'm pre- I think they flipped a coin uh, and and Scott won that. So Scott became the area three director um, and, and Luke said, okay, yeah, that's fine. And so the section coordinators nominated Luke Faust and the board did not approve that nomination. So I don't know how that, how that spot's going to get filled, but we are, again, hmm. we have three, we don't have three people on the board. Uh, so if you're in area four, area three or area one, you are currently, unrepresented on the board of directors. So you should be a little upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. That was a really long recap, (laughs) man. You know, potato. uh, I don't know if I said it first or potato said it first. I'll give potato credit because it's smart. Sounds smart. But if the board would just stop meeting, Right. Like like if they would just stop mm-hmm. meeting altogether and just did nothing, they would like it would be so much better. Like, yeah. Like there, you know, here's what's crazy is the board is made of of old men who don't really get it. But if they would just stop, <laughs> like just stop. People have such short memories, dude. Mm hmm. Like people would forget and it would all go back to sunshine and roses so fast. If they would just stop, that's all they yes. got to do. Yep. Oh, but they can't, they can't do just, it. just freaking stop. And yeah, people's anger and fury would dissipate. Uh, it yeah, would take it, at this point, it's revved up so much in the last couple months. It would take a while for it to dissipate, but it yeah. would. Like it, it, it would slowly but surely it, it would, it would dissipate. Yeah. 
like uh, there would there would still be this this kind of uh cloud hanging over like the the reputation of the board right but the activism would disappear so fast yep the the memeing and the yeah it would disappear so fast yeah i i agree 100% and and they're just they're not smart enough to figure that out um yeah. I, i'll say this when the, the the day after they kicked frank off it looked absolutely bleak like there is no way forward like it, at that point i was like it doesn't matter who we elect they're just going to remove them like it yeah. there is it, it was just like this is just completely bleak there is no way forward uh if ben barry had not been the area 6 director like if if uh i can't remember who yeah. was it i can't remember who he was running against if it had been him or if it had been uh who was the area six director before that Bruce? Uh, oh crap. I've already forgotten him, which is good. Uh, the former area six director, if, if he had still been the director, when, when all of this was going, when they kicked Frank off, I, I do think the sport would be, it would be in just complete. It would be over. Like I, I, I think, I think I would have been, um, I don't know. I would have been very more where you're at. At this point, I would have been like, okay, I'll shoot Western states, and then I'm probably, I'm probably done. Um, yeah. Ben Barry, you know, coming in and somewhat straightening things out a little bit, and then getting Frank back on, it was like, okay, like this was like a, this was a small step back of maybe there's still maybe there's still hope, and and maybe we can we can still still get this um but man mm-hmm. all i can say is russell fortney just won an election for area eight like like so people like that and he's he's right along Layton trying to distort destroy the sport doing everything he can to make stupid decisions and and just throw it down the throw it down the drain and he just got elected so one like if we can get some good people running for area director i think I think if like Leif Kunkel, who's running for area five director, absolute home run. Like I, I can't, I can't think of a better person to have as an area director. And there may be, I don't know, practical shooting insights seems to have it out for Leif. And I, I just cannot understand that. Like it, it blows my mind. I don't, I don't understand what he has against Leif. Um, but he's like, Derek's dead wrong in that, in, in, in that, in that position that he has there. Uh, but like elect life. Like if we want to see things be better, elect life, like let's elect good people and we need good people to run. So Bill Godbold area four, like I'm talking to you, like I know you said you're on the fence about whether you're going to run or not. We need you to run buddy. Like Bill Godbold needs to run and area four people. You need to elect Bill Godbold. If he does, there's some other names out there that I've heard and, heaven help us. They're not going to be any freaking better. Like, so let's elect good people and let's stop electing these stupid people, uh, these positions that just have zero foresight and they can only look at one thing in front of them and have no idea, like looking down the road as far as other ramifications for it. So like if, if we're going to make this a sport that's, that's better, 
like it can be like it's it's not totally lost but let's start electing good people let's freaking can jake let's can troy and let's can donna there's what four or five hundred thousand dollars right there that we can save uh just just get rid of them like plain and simple like let's get rid of them we can contract whatever labor they they're doing donna donna showed herself to be absolutely incompetent in the live stream i mean just 100 percent incompetent and we've been down this road with kim williams before it's nothing new so i would be perfectly fine with paying a, a managing director six figures like to do it if they were if they were worth it donna has proven she's not worth it like let's get rid of her like she doesn't need to be there and yeah, sorry, I got kind of fired up there and went on a bit of a rant. <laughs> I don't look. I don't know how to not get fired up. I, I haven't been in this sport for forty years, like uh, Bruce Gray out there. That's another one that we could get. I could get fired up about, but like I haven't been in it that long. But I've been in it long enough. Uh, I don't know if I'm going on twelve years or something like that at this point. Like I am very, very invested in this sport. Like I have somewhat centered my life where I live, like where I built the house around, around this sport and, and competing and being active in it. Uh, and man, it, it just sucks to have stupid people running it. I, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got anything else to add on on that topic, Jeff? I don't, I don't know what else to say, other than I, I want the stupidity to end. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really. I've just been kind of ignoring it from afar. Like you said, I haven't been super active on like any front. I send you st stupid <laughs> videos and memes to stay in contact. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, I haven't been involved in, in the space much at all the last couple months. Yeah. Uh, and look, look, I will say this. You know, there are there are people that are lots of people that are saying, quit sending USPSA money. Don't don't renew your membership. Don't do any of that. Like they're they're very much saying that. And like, we're, you're just you're just contributing to them. If, if you have any interest, if you just want the sport to blow up, one, if, if you want the sport to blow up and go away, screw you. Like, leave. Go away. Like, if that's, if that's your motivation that you want the sport to blow up, then just go away. Like, why would you, why would you have that motivation in your life? I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, the sport is great. The sport needs to stick around. And so if you're just trying to blow it up, then get out of here. Like, nobody wants you. Um but if you want the sport to succeed, at least renew your membership and at least be available to vote. Like I, I understand that it feels like that's pointless, but that's, that's all you got. Like that's, that's our only, that is our only chance to, to save the sport and to get it better is to vote in better people. And I, I get it. Like, it seems like the board's just going to remove them, but that's that's the only option that i see um so yeah uh, hmm. i i would i would very much encourage you uh to to renew your membership i am i am though i am in favor of these these matches uh and match directors 
holding hip factor matches and saying, hey, USPSA, change your ways, or we're not sending you any of our uh, um, activity fees. We're not going to send it until you until you basically put our elected officials back in and stop doing stupid stuff. And what I've heard, like, USPSA has taken a huge hit uh, on a cash flow front um, from from all these matches that are just running hit factor matches now. Uh, so look, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. I think that's a, I think that's a good idea because that's, that is the way that you can make your voice heard as well. Um, more quickly than, than just through an election, but the man, please stay like, if, again, if you want the sport to succeed and you want the sport to still be around in the future, then, then don't just don't just totally give it up and not renew your membership and then never have to vote because then then freaking Leighton wins like like he at that point he's won if if everybody that disagrees with him just leaves then then he wins and I hate that personally yeah, yeah. sorry I went on a rant I got fired up I couldn't help it. I mean, it's it's obviously Jeremy that you, that you care a great deal about the sport. You've you've made it very clear, <clears throat> and people people are lucky to have you. That's well, that's that's a bit of a stretch to lead the charge, to call to action. Oh gosh, that's Man. that's way that's way more of a stretch. Um, <laughs> And I, like, I'll be completely honest. I hate even talking about this stuff. Like, this stuff just drives me absolutely nuts. I would rather be talking about training or uh, the crit. We've had a few matches for the the year start with. I'd rather be talking about match results and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have to talk about this other stupid stuff. And that's partly why, like, I don't. We don't. We haven't even recorded through all this because, quite frankly, I don't want to have to talk about this. Like I, I hate talking about the, I hate the drama stuff. Some people live on it and they love it. I hate it. I, I just, I freaking hate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't enjoy talking about it. I don't enjoy that it exists to the drama and the, the bullshit politics of it, which I mean, I don't really think that fully ever goes away. Like no. there's always going to be politics and organizations, but Man, we could be a little better, I think. Yeah, I think I think there could be some more level-headed people. I don't think you even have to get everybody that agrees. Uh, they could just be more, more level-headed, uh, and just make, be smarter hmm. in how they make decisions. Um, all right, we've talked drama enough. Western states is coming up. Single stack. Yeah. Yeah, when this uh, when this drops, we'll be one week away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you ready? You ready for it? You tuned up? Yeah. You I'm gonna totally win? Ready? Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> win. Watch your ass, Nils. I'm coming. Oh, uh, this is what's great about this match is basically everybody's in this position that nobody's tuned up unless you live in Arizona or you've been visiting Arizona or something like that. Uh, yeah. And and everybody bust out their single stack to shoot it. 
obviously we just get together and shoot and usually everybody has to laugh at somebody everybody gets laughed at at some point pretty much is kind of kind i mean that's good that goes i would actually enjoy that like that's the only type of match i want to shoot right now <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, yeah i mean i have not shot a gun since florida since Ipsy okay Pants. yeah i've not shot yeah, a single bullet and I stopped dry firing. I don't know, probably s- six weeks ago or something like that. I was gonna say I thought like you were dry firing pretty hard through the end of last year, like through yeah. the end of December, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I was. I, don't, I can't remember. I like I got sick, or I decided I want to use the extra time to lift weights, or something like that, but. Uh, eventually I just stopped. Yeah. So full blown off season. Uh, yeah. So just a bunch of cabin work. That's all I've been doing. It's going to be good. So what's important about this is you and potato have a bet for this match. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and so, if potato finishes within, is it eight percent of the overall standings of you? It depends on who you ask, but yes, that was the agreement. What is the other? What is the other side of it? Ten percent. Oh, oh, okay. So he's saying ten percent, and that's not picking you guys, y'all scores out of the overalls. So if you're if you're ninety two point five percent of nils, then he needs to be eighty four point six percent of nils. Yeah. If nils is the one that wins. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I win, you know, it could. You never know. You never know. This could that that could be the day, Jeremy. It could be. It could be the it, day. It, it could be the day. I you think could, it might be. You could end. The losing streak. I, I think this. I think this is this is going to be my year. It's the year that USPSA implodes, and it's going to be the right. year that that I really turn everything on. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, like Ari, uh West States is going to be fun. Are you going to try to shoot at all? Like, are you going to try to at least have one like live fire practice session? That's a great question. Um, do you know how your gun shoots at fifty yards? It shoots all right. Okay. I'm really, I am really worried about like showing up with stuff that works. Well, it worked at Ipsic. Yeah, I just. Well, nothing's I've, changed. Uh, yeah, it has. What did I change? I think yeah, I put a different thumb safety on my gun. Oh well, and and I changed rear sights. So you need yeah, to I at did. least go sighted in. Yeah, probably. And uh, yeah, I don't Do have I any need to bring you loaded. a gun. And everybody's talking about these Fioki primers, like not working, like they're getting bad batches of them. Yeah, 
and that's like the majority of what I have. So, um, so I, yeah, so uh, I had in the past, I've shot a crap ton of Fiocchi primers and, Mm -hmm. and had other friends that shot a crap ton of them, zero issues with them. And so then I finally here just in the past few months, I've restocked on Fiocchi primers. They've become available again. And yeah. And I was able to get decent prices on them at dealer prices and stuff. And I have 50,000 Fiocchi primers mm-hmm. of new ones. And yeah, it sounds like there are some issues. I still have like 5,000 Winchester primers, so I can at least load match ammo with that. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be doing some testing. I just got some new Vitaveri N320 powder for that I'll, that I'll load for, for matches. I still have a crap ton of, of other, of promo. I probably got close to like 40, 50 pounds of promo that I can yeah, use that's, for practice ammo. That's the other thing is like, I have not bought any powder. Yeah. So I'll be shooting freaking tight group. Okay. So I'm going to have to load. Jeff's going to have to send me your overall link. Uh, that you want. I'm going to have to load Jeff some ammo. I bought some CCI primers off a guy at work the other day. Oh, yeah? Uh, so I've got like 3,000 of those. But like they look pretty dated. Like I don't know how long they've been sitting in somebody's garage or something. Uh, I bet they'll be fine. I would be. I'd be pretty shocked if they were. Unless they were like in water. They'll be fine. Yeah, Oklahoma's not that. It's not that wet. Okay. Y'all aren't like you're not like Gulf Coast or Florida or something like that. Yeah. So those will be fine. So anyway, I'm just I'm a little worried about like getting bullets loaded and things working, but we're just gonna show up and send it, man. At least I won't have any expectations, which like for me. That that's a huge uh, advantage. Like if there's no expectations, I tend to yeah. do really, really well. Um, yeah. So the only downfall will be that I'll be so out of practice. It's like just the gun handling. Like gun handling alone is going to be pretty bad. Uh, that's when you like you forgo the scoop draw. Uh, you kind of go to your whatever your safe your safety right. draw is. It's like a two second snatch draw. Yeah, you 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 don't try to draw the gun fast ever, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you just try to you just try to execute the fundamentals uh, as best you, you can. You don't think I could tune up my reloads and draw like at the Airbnb that morning? Uh, you could probably get it. You could probably get it. Okay. If I did yeah. like, you know, fifty reps or something like that, yeah, that's surely, be. surely. Why would you? Why at that point? Why would you even do the fifty reps? I don't know. I don't even know why you do that. Uh, I would do the fifty reps so that I wouldn't be throwing magazines <laughs> across the bay. I oh, mean, you'll still be, be throwing. You'll still that, be throwing some. Yeah, that would be the only reason why. It's just like. So I could actually put a magazine in the gun, yeah, and hope and hope that I can pull the gun out and put it in front of my eyes. I worry yeah. about that too, dude. Like, <laughs> I really worry about pulling the gun up and it being just like way off. So last year, 
uh, my first stage, our first stage of the match was the Schmidt standards. And I shot six mm. rounds at 50 yards or my first, the first rounds I shot out of my gun at that oh match. God. So how was uh, that? Like, what was the outcome of that? Uh, I did. Okay. Um, really? uh, Damn. yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't knock that stage out of the park. Uh, but at 50, I, I remember my target at 50 yards because as we were walking from 50 to 25, Nils asked me, he's like, how'd that, how'd that feel? I said, well, three, three shots felt great and three shots felt not good. Yeah. And so we got down to the target and I had three shots in like, like dead center in the A, like a, I don't know, like a three inch group. And those were the only three shots on targets. Mm. Uh, so it was okay, which I, I feel like at 50 yards, it's a 5.7 second part time. So you end up, you get the, you get the buzzer. So it's six seconds, but it's a hard 6.00 cutoff um, oh. hmm. is, is what it is. And so I feel like the, is it the Mendoza line in baseball? That's like, as far as batting average, I think it's the Mendoza line that if you're, it's basically the, like, if you're below the Mendoza line, then that's like, you're below replacement level. Like they could call up almost anybody and they would be mm-hmm. able to hit above that. Or if you're above it, then you're at least above like the replacements. So I feel like 15 points at 50 yards is kind of the Mendoza line. Like you're not going to win the stage with that, but if you get 15 points, like you didn't just, you didn't just wreck your match. Like you're not going to wreck your match anyway, but like you, it's just, it's, you're okay. If you get 15 points. At least that's how I. That's kind of the the number that for me at fifty yards, that if I if I get over fifteen points, then it's like okay, like this, it's okay at that point. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. So I'm just along for the ride at this point. Uh it's dude. It's gonna be fun. Have you ever been there before? No, I haven't. Uh, like it's. It, it's just a different world like that, like the range, the Rio Salado, like it's just a different world. Uh, you've never been like the Phoenix area either. Dude, like the, the drive, once you get over into that part of the world is really, really cool. Um, there may be some terrain that actually surprises you. Uh, and the, the, the saguaro cactuses and stuff are, are just like, it's really cool. And it's really unique to that, to that part of the world. So it's going to be, it's going to be a really fun, a fun match. Uh, we need to find a place to stay. That's, that's somewhat important. I don't have, we don't have a place to stay yet, but we'll figure it out. Won't be a problem. Phoenix is a big town. Okay. Well, it'll be fun. That's in, as of right now, two weeks. Less than two weeks. It's like 10 days yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. You're driving, right? Yeah, let's go. You're going to pick me up. We're going to take the Ford. Can yeah. the Ford make it? Heck yeah. Oh, sweet. Heck I'm yeah. Be a passenger princess this time. The fuel gauge doesn't work, so we got to keep an eye on that, but it'll make oh, it. We can throw an extra gas can in the back. It'll be all right. Yeah. Just, I just usually fill up every 300 miles. There's... I don't think I've ever been with you on a road trip where you've made it 300 miles where you were like, I got to stop. 
<laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to go 300 miles. Okay, I mean that's that's a bit much. It's like look every probably like every 100 miles. It's like let's stop and stretch the legs, get a <laughs> drink. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's enjoy the trip at least. Yeah, huh? I mean, it, uh, yeah. We'll have to figure out how we're going to uh, how we're going to break it up because that's a it's a long drive for you. Uh, I mean, it's a long drive from Canyon, but it's going to be even longer uh, for you to get out mm-hmm. there. So we we'll have to figure out how we're going to we're going to have to oh. drive partway on Thursday. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you could get here. You could you could come to Canyon. You come to Canyon Thursday morning, and mm-hmm. we could go shoot. We can go down and practice for you know a couple hundred rounds, and then mm-hmm. we can drive. And then we can drive that afternoon. Okay. Let's Get your it. 50. And then when your gun breaks while we're practicing, I'll fix it. And we'll then. I'll drive and you can fix it in the car. There we go. I'll, I got a battery powered Dremel and we will <laughs> I'll fix it in the car. Easy peasy. Easy okay. peasy. Yeah. I don't, it'll be a good trip. It'll be, I haven't, uh, you know, haven't had a getaway with the boys in a while so it'd be good yeah it's gonna be it it is gonna be a fun match uh i'm looking forward to i've never squatted with potato before we have a we have an absolute killer squad for that match that's gonna be good it'll be fun shooting potato he is he has been shooting he even though he's Mm -hmm. in maine and it's snows and freaking cold he's he doesn't care he just gets out and shoots in it uh so eight percent might be tricky might be a tricky one for you we will see. Yeah, I'm glad we're squatted together. That's yeah, good. that's gonna that's gonna make it good. Yeah. I'm gonna be tracking y'all. I'm gonna be tracking y'all scores the whole. I'm um, like, make sure. I mean, Potato will know, but I'm gonna make sure you know. Do you think I could get in his head? Do you think it's possible to get into Potato's head? Uh, I mean, it sounds it sounds worth the try. Oh, like yeah, it sounds it's, it's, it sounds like a fun sure. effort. Um, <laughs> you know. You know, I, I think it's, I think it might be possible because potatoes, one of those dudes that's like, he's really, really smart. I mean, people, people Mm -hmm. know this, but like, he's really freaking smart. And sometimes people who are that smart, like they kind of can't help, but start to overthink some things sometimes. I don't totally know if that's him, but maybe Mm -hmm. we can try it. I don't know who's, if I want to get into his head or your head more, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just want to get in both of y'all's heads. That's that's gonna be my goal. I'm gonna see if I can just get both of you guys to to be yeah. going nuts. Yeah. Well, I am not very smart, so I did not overthink shit. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not I did not say that at all. You're very smart, Jeff. One of the smartest guys I know. Uh, oh, it should be good. We'll see how it goes. That uh eight percent I I can't at this point, like, yeah, two months ago for sure. Yeah, I would be pretty damn confident. Yeah, right. Right now, I'm like, I feel like I don't like. I don't know if there's anybody I could beat by eight percent right now. Like, it's, I don't know. I just like having not picked up a gun in so long. I have zero confidence, like, in what I can do with a pistol right now. 
Like, yeah. I don't even I don't even know what I can do with a pistol right now. Uh, I've shot enough to know that I can't do much. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, a, that's what I know. I'm not somebody that can not practice and still shoot well. Uh, I know my buddy Bob Crow, who we're squatted with, hasn't shot since Ipsic Nationals either. Okay, good, hasn't, good. Hasn't, hasn't, he hasn't touched a gun since then. Uh, so he's he's in that exact same exact same boat. But we know, surprised. but we know Bob can shoot, having not shot at all. Like yeah. ha- like loading a single stack over and over might be an issue, but yeah, uh, like shooting, like we know he can shoot without shooting. Yeah, yeah. So it so that'll be you know that'll be kind of fascinating. Yeah, to see to see where you're at with with no training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the sure. only the only I have I have dry fired some, and I pl- I actually do plan to dry fire up up to this match. But mm-hmm. all my dry fire has been super slow reps, like super deliberate, like nothing nothing at speed. It's mm-hmm. just trying to like groove in like yeah like consistency, like in and hitting these positions. Like trying to transition to a little bit more of a scoop draw than I've used in the past because I'm really yeah. slow on the draw. So I'm doing that just like from like a really, really slow. And I've, I've liked it. I've, I feel like I've made some, some progress with that, but again, nothing's at speed. So that's going to be, uh, that'll be interesting to see. You've been doing a scoop draw, not at speed. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So trying to, yeah, trying to just get the, like the muscle memory of exactly where my, hand and arm needs to be to get on the gun yeah in the right spot okay um nice don't start well, maybe... getting interested in training jeff who knows maybe i'll try fire from here till then who knows yeah there we go i knew if i, I knew if we talked training at all then jeff would start he'd start getting back and he'd be interested in it again dude that yeah i know i've said it on here before that's how my brain works it's yep. like if I am not shooting, I will find something else to occupy my mind with. Yeah. Which makes it a lot harder to come back because now yeah. I have to shut that down and turn this back on. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I get that uh, for sure. Hey. Hey. Yeah. So maybe I'll start. I'll start posting in the, the training, the training group. Uh, about my dry fire just to and I'll tag Jeff in it and that'll make him wanna that'll make him wanna dry fire. Maybe I'll just dry fire live until Western States. Live? Yeah, I'll just dry fire live at four thirty in the morning. My yeah, do it. <laughs> uh. All right. Well thank you guys for listening. Uh I'm sorry if this was a downer of a podcast, especially for first one of the year to come back to, but that's just what's happening in USPSA. I, I can't follow it all, like all of it. So if I got stuff wrong, you guys can write and correct me and tell me I got it wrong. I'm not going to get super upset on that. Uh, Um, And if you disagree with me, you can write in and tell me that I'm wrong and we may yell at each other and tell it we're both wrong, but that's fine too. Like you can do that. I'm not above that. So, um, we did have a shout out from the Discord. Yeah, I saw that. Shout I out. This is from 
Donovan Triplet. Shout out to BAF Custom Guns and Jay Headland Shooting for building me badass blasters that let me concentrate on the shooting on the shooting at a match and not worrying about if my gun is going to run and also for just being a damn good dude and mentor. You keep this old guy pushing. Thanks. Damn. So positive. Yeah, it was. That was a great shot. That was probably the best part of this whole podcast. Yeah. You should try some of that, Jeremy. Try some of that positivity on. I said something I said something positive about you today. I don't know what it was, you but did. I said something positive. I don't remember. Must have not been that impactful. No, apparently not. <laughs> See, I'm a nice guy. Jeff just doesn't he doesn't pay attention. He just lets it run out his ear. Oh, other thing, if anybody gets to this, if anybody wants to buy a 1050 with a ammo bot uh, Rev 3, then I think I'm going to I think I'm going to sell one of my machines. So, just get out one, of the sport. Just no, set up with it. No, I kind of I kind of want to get into the Mark 7 uh game with their their 10 station press. How much you want for it? Uh, I'm not totally sure, but like, I'm thinking like, like 1500 to 2000, um, which I think a new 1050 by itself is like 2400 nowadays. Mm. Um, so yeah, somewhere in that range Mm. and I'd let it go for that. I got anything, uh, you want (laughs) you trade for (laughs) Uh, I mean, you got a crack house. Mm-hmm. We could maybe yeah. we could do could work out a trade with that. Could you get like uh, twenty free nights? Uh, you got they. Some people have this thing that's it's called cash. So if you got some of that, I'd 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 make that trade. That'd be a trade I'd make. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. How much are your crypto mines making? I mean, oh uh, yeah, I probably got some new crypto. Oh, crypto miners right here. These these two bad boys sitting right behind me. Yeah, a couple of Asics. Are they killing it? Yeah, from uh, my crypto dogs out there. These are Caspa miners. Caspa okay. Asics, each Whoa. doing uh two two hundred giga hash. I think yeah. What's a a giga hash? Yeah, two. Is that drugs? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm doing 400 giga hash on Caspa with these two bad Asics. It's pretty cool. So what's the return just, on that? Ten bucks uh, a week. It's actually more than that. Those are the most profitable miners I have right now. Wow, and they're yeah. keeping your house warm. They're like barely warm. It's like if your hands are cold, you could go like put your hands on them and that'd oh. be pretty warm. Uh, I should have put them in the garage, but I wanted to plug them into my router in here. Let that me tracks. see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I know we're off in the weeds, but we don't ever talk about crypto. So. Oh, no, that's fine. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be getting a 3D printer soon. 
I think. Oh. Hell yeah. Okay, so these have been turned on for, I think, two months on the 19th of this month. Okay. So okay. A, week from, a week from today, it'll have been two full months. And as of right now, <clears throat> they have made about $265 worth of CASPA. Wow. Yeah. So they're like, they're actually yeah. profitable. Nothing else I have is profitable. Like what? all my graphics cards at mine and stuff. What did those things cost? Uh, they were four. I think they were like four fifty a piece. That's it. Yeah. And you've you've made so you've made twenty five percent back in two months. Yeah. So yeah, then in eight months it, it should cover it. Yeah, but that's that's the thing about cryptos. Like you don't really know. Like the hash rate on that algorithm is going to go way up, and they'll become less profitable. So you just kind of hope that you get a bunch of price appreciation at the same time. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it's just like, a, it's a gamble, but we're in it for the long haul. We're just bag holding everything. I don't sell any crypto, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Just bag hold it. If it goes to zero, okay. If it goes to the moon, hell yeah. Heck yeah! Then you can start buying guns from me. Oh, here's another thing. I am I am uh, not taking any more commissions on builds, so I'm just going to be building oh. spec guns in the future. So I will have guns available to buy uh, in the future. Is the plan? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 1911s and 2011s. So mm. gonna have gonna have both of those available in the future. Um, okay hopefully some uh more reasonably priced options again not like they're not going to be cheap they're not gonna be dan weston price but some some not twelve thousand dollar not ten thousand dollar options okay uh, so if anybody actually gets to this point in the video that's that is the plan going forward i'm gonna have some of those available if crypto absolutely shreds in 2025, yeah. I yeah. might buy I might buy some guns from you. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, be my cool. plan is to make so that the Springfield that I rebuilt last year, that nine millimeter, basically like that that exact same gun, I'm going to try to offer that as just like a hmm. just as like a standard offering. Obviously, I'll only be able to make a so many per year. Uh, yeah. but, but that's kind of like, I, I just, I love that setup. I love it functionally. I like, lo- I love it aesthetically. And so I'm going to make that not on a Springfield frame on a, on a different aftermarket frame, but I'm going to make oh, that okay. setup and, and try to offer that as a, just kind of as a standard offering. Um, so probably, probably like mine is Cerakoted. I'll, I'll probably DLC it cause I don't want to be refinishing. I don't want to be painting guns mm-hmm. um, yeah i hate i hate finishing guns so so i'll probably have that dlc maybe blued 
Blue's a great finish too. Um, yeah, that that'd be cool. I'd probably prefer either of those finishes to Cerakote. I'm not a huge fan of Cerakote. Uh, I I love Cerakote. It's from a corrosion resistance. Like it's one of the mm-hmm. best. It's one of the best ones out there. I actually like it when it gets wear on it. Like I think it can look really cool with wear. Um, so I, I'm I am a fan of Cerakote, but I do understand that like the, it gives you a certain aesthetic to a gun that, that some people are gonna very much prefer, like a blued or a DLC look to it. What about um, like a like a stainless be blasted finish? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, that that will definitely be an option too. A lot of these frame and slide manufacturers, they're they're making, they just they want to make carbon. Like a lot of builders want to build on carbon guns. They don't want to build stainless guns. Mm-hmm. You do run in. I mean, stainless will gall. Uh, even even the modern stainless people will say the modern stainless won't gall. Even even modern stainless will gall. Uh, and so you just have to be a little careful, like when you're fitting it. Um, mm-hmm. And and maybe not fit it quite as tight as you would a carbon gun, which, which I don't care. Um, but I'm actually what I'm what I am looking at doing more of is doing some like two tone guns. So get a stainless slide, stainless top end, and then put that on a you know a black carbon steel bottom. Um, which I think I think two tone guns. I haven't done a ton of them, but mm-hmm. I like them. I think they're I think they look pretty good. Um, yeah. I kind of like the, like my guns are stainless, mm-hmm. and I kind of like it. Like I don't think I want to shoot anything else. Oh, I, really I like, I like them. Yeah, I love stainless. Uh, I mean, for me personally, like like my, I prefer to build on stainless guns. Like if if somebody's getting a Jeremy Reed gun, like the most classic of Jeremy Reed guns, it will be mm-hmm. a it would be a stainless gun. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, the the finish upkeep on it there is no upkeep you don't have to you can't just leave it in water you can't leave it wet um Mm -hmm. then you could still get kind of some discoloration in the steel but yeah like it's just the maintenance is is nothing on it you don't have to you don't have to maintain it if if you wanted to you could re-blast it re-be blast it but yeah yeah i just i'm a big fan they just look yeah they just look sexy stainless yeah. stainless and like black act black you know grips it's just it's a good look yeah i i don't disagree at all all the guys coming to the class will be building stainless guns really so, yeah That's yeah because cool. we don't we, we can't really deal with finishes and that sort of stuff so yeah we build stainless guns in class um, i like that so yeah i'm a fan of stainless too so are you gonna build a gun during the class no oh no it's all just like just trying to get get everybody else's guns so like how we do it is like every process we will demo it on on somebody's gun and you kind of just kind of take turns around who's Mm -hmm. who gets the demo on that and usually the demo doesn't complete the process whenever we're doing that um it just kind of usually it gets people started kind of showing it so we're doing that. There are some people that teach classes and they, they build a gun while they're doing it, but there's like, there's no way I can be going around and paying attention to everybody's gun as they're building it. And me trying to build a gun at the same time. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. just not, that's just not a realistic option. 
for that at that point. So right. Hmm. So yeah. Well, sounds fun. This should be. It's gonna be a lot of work, but yeah, it should be fun. Hopefully, I'll and hope hopefully it'll go well enough that I can have more more classes in the future. So that's the that is the plan. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. We will see. We'll see if Mike Dixon can. Uh, we'll see how he might run me off, man. He might <laughs> run me off. We'll find out. Building custom guns just puts you out of business. He might. He might. He might. Better watch your back. Uh, are we sponsored by Shooters Connection on this one? I should have asked that beforehand. It's been a long time since we've done one, so I wasn't sure if if they were still. I have not communicated with them. Well, if this is sponsored by Shooters Connection, thank you to Shooters Connection for sponsoring <laughs> it. Uh, if they're yeah. not, hey, go buy stuff from them anyway. They, yeah, they have yeah. everything you need, and so I have I have no problem plugging them anyway. They have all the stuff you need. It looks like John Vlieger is back working for for them again. Oh, okay. uh, he, he was at he was at Mark Seven. I think he's still doing some. Sounds like like maybe helping with like warranty consultation and maybe some stuff like that, like with Mark Seven, but maybe more contract stuff with Mark Seven. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's now back working with Shooters Connection again, which he had, he had worked for them in the past. I don't know exactly what he does for him, but I know he works for him. So yeah, they've got a lot of they got a lot of people that compete, and obviously with John there, world class world class shooter. So. Mm-hmm. If you need anything for the season, go to Shooters Connection. I'm sure they will have what you need, and they'll ship it really fast too. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of if they sponsored this episode, they they've been a great partner and uh, they're a great supporter of the industry, which we're still promoting, regardless <laughs> of current events. So great enthusiasm. Shooters. Support Shooters Connection, even if you're not going to support USPSA. There you go. So much enthusiasm. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, I hope, I hope y'all seasons get started and and things get better and everybody's excited to shoot because it's always better if more people are shooting and having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Peace.